Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you after two weeks. Um, uh, it's 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 been a crazy two weeks, guys. Uh, no, first of all, I'm not impacted. I'm not personally affected by the coronavirus. Uh, no, no one in mind, thankfully, is in none of our, you know, uh, supporters writers are we haven't heard anything and you know we pray that everyone is safe and every uh, thing but it has impacted our lives in a very different way in terms of what has happened around us it's been a lot to process with you know with uh, every, every cities almost closing down in us and stuff um, in italy we are seeing fatalities in china of course um, there were fatalities they claim that there are no new cases but there are reports that suggest that those claims might not be too accurate but we'll go to that later but it's a worldwide pandemic it's no longer just in you know a, a, a place um, it's, it's a matter of concern in in Houston where I am based we see a lot of cases in my hometown of Ahmedabad there are cases now uh, in India there have been more than 200 cases in US it's gone more than 15,000 cases if I'm not mistaken and in New York alone it's over 5,000 so it's, it's it's a huge thing and uh, together with me to analyze is uh, Mindmakers columnist, host of the India Rising podcast uh, and our good friend at Mind Podcast, Mohal Joshi. Um, We've gotten your comments and actually we are in process of switching to a completely new microphone setup uh, and everything which should it, sh it was going to happen in the last few days but all this events pushed it back you know the equipment and everything but we should be switching it soon so please pardon uh, you know if you have any noise disturbances I'm going to try best to make sure you don't have any but this is being recorded on the go as everything has to be done from uh, home and set places and stuff so we, we, we are trying our best to do that but we'll keep you know we'll keep it posted so welcome to mind podcast mohal or should i say welcome again <laughs> so uh, first of all i have to say mohal you've done a fantastic job with your piece on uh, on mind uh, about corona uh, i think it's one of the most comprehensive pieces you'll ask it, it, it almost is a very angry piece by mohal i would say because there was so much misinformation so he actually asked all the regular questions and you know researched and came up to answers came up with answers solutions did you know cited experts who have talked about coronavirus and he was one of the few people he had been telling me about this when it hit China he had been on the case for I think more than a month and you know this is one of those strange things where he's been vindicated but of course he's not thrilled being vindicated but everything is happening like what he predicted would happen so why don't you uh, explain a little bit to our listeners I mean they all know what COVID is and all that I don't want us to give introductions right but let's talk about the present situation and how bad can it get I mean it's pretty bad I mean we have like uh, in India for example we have like around 250 cases or in US we are almost like 19 and a half thousand cases and it's pretty uh, I mean, doubling every four, four to five days but with the uh, New York cases in US is doubling even faster, but usually it should double every six to seven days. So if mitigation strategies and as they talk about social distancing is not done soon, we could have a worse kind of explosion where we could see uh, terrible scenes being quickly uh, repeated or even from China being repeated uh, out here. That's why 
like as you mentioned earlier like i was following this from around like middle of january and even like warning since jan 20th uh unfortunately it was dismissed by even like many who's i was sharing with the information on social media yeah. i guess uh, everybody is like woken up by now you know you know i mean i i i i must admit myself that i wasn't as much of a skeptic as i am right now about you know the damage this can do not that i didn't take it seriously back in the day but honestly no one expected it to impact the world in this way and i'm <coughs> clearly using my words carefully here impact the world because it's not just impacted the world um uh, uh health wise it's impacted it psychologically it has impacted economically and it has impacted us socially and the after effects of those three we are going to see in months to come but those are the most critical aspects that i want us to focus on yeah i think uh, as i was debating this with the skeptics uh the they said okay the fatality rate is just 2 to 4% but i think the main issue was that shutting down of entire cities and the economic impact was going to be much worse mm. than the case fatality rate or uh, the mortality ratio mm. so i mean already we seen like dire economic prediction i think goldman sachs just came out with a prediction of 24% negative gdp growth in q2 of this year mm. <laughs> unbelievable and 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 that's not even talking about the major issues which is unemployment you know daily wage earners uh, oh, yeah, yeah. except for grocery yeah. store employees everybody mm-hmm. seems to be unemployed right now yeah so next next week is the unemployment report and there are forecast from anywhere from 500k to 5 million unemployment numbers i mean the mean number we are talking about right now is 2 to 2 and a half million hmm. which is basically 10x of the regular unemployment numbers of 200 to 250k so it's like staggering numbers we're going to talking about as uh, a short term impact hmm. Hmm. absolutely so it's it's very interesting it's very interesting that i mean not obviously the economic impact isn't very interesting but it is very interesting that something that originated in one country has you know uh, uh, rocked the world to such a, a extent because apparently the world does not know uh, right now there is no cogent response to it and a lot of the economic impact also has to do with perception that the perception is that till august we don't know in america the biggest problem is no one knows what the peak is and most medical professionals you will talk to off the record say that unofficially from what they've seen they've heard they've seen statistical models the peak is weeks away so i don't want to sound alarmist but truly i mean if we guys don't take the social distancing seriously you know be okay. smart we are in for deep trouble deep trouble and yeah, i think uh, in april we should april or may there should be the peak but then even when you go down we have to make sure that another breakout doesn't happen and it starts going back up again you know yeah yeah we don't want remissions you know so uh, and stuff like that so that's that's one part of it the second part is is what america doing enough and that's where a very uh, you know interesting situation is because obviously the cure vaccination and everything is going on but are are airports are authorities being preventative enough and i'm getting very conflicting reports on that i mean obviously the world woke up to it a lot later than they were anticipating but are 
there is this debate that should America be enforcing social distancing more like probably what's it's been done in California and New York where it's virtually a state like a lockdown and you are in California so I have to ask you this Mohan yeah I think it needs to be done because I mean just look at New York I mean where you have like 80% more cases versus the previous day I mean if you take New York with uh, probably close to I don't know the latest numbers like 8 to 9,000 cases mm. if, you, if New York was an independent nation it would have the 8th or sorry, the 7th or 6th largest most cases in the world by itself so we don't want a New York type situation mm. where it explodes I mean that way like India has taken a good step that all incoming flights for uh, uh, overseas citizens are like not allowed to board flights into because that's where we don't want this as even if we control it with social distancing we don't want seeding from overseas uh, patients from like say Italy. No, you want to control what you have you don't want any additional cases yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad was telling me, uh, he just came from India and he told me a very interesting thing that uh, in, uh, you know, AMC, he was in, based in Ahmedabad. So Ahmedabad Municipal Corporation, you know, would come and check on people, uh, you know, if yeah. they're doing okay, uh, yes. coming from outside, they would give them a kit with sanitizers, cleansing wipes and so forth. And they would ask that if you run out of it, contact us and we'll come and replenish you. This is proactive, uh, you know, work at its best and it, you uh, there are clubs in Ahmedabad as uh, uh, both <laughs> Mohan and I are from the same city so uh, yeah, Ahmedabad so we, we both will be nodding into each other so please share us stories of what is happening in your cities but I can tell you in my city there um, there are clubs that are being taken over by AMC to turn into quarantine lots or places where people can be screened so it's it's fantastic work you know that the AMC is doing and we need more of that here and I don't know if I'm seeing seeing the same level of effort here yeah i think uh, even i heard uh, i had a uncle like who came in from uh, overseas into india and like in mumbai and the the bmc did come in to check on him so that's good we don't have any kind of uh, post uh, landing checkups uh, on I have, in the u.s in fact here so us have heard that they are not even checking people properly at the airport yeah so that's 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 a whole you know yeah. uh, 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 dangerous sort of whole thing but i i don't know I, it, it sort of makes you nervous right and it it almost tells that are we uh, you know not seeing what is in front of us i mean uh, uh, gavin newsom the governor of california said something about up to 40 percent of 650 54% i think he said of californians have a chance of getting yeah, 60% uh, would be infected within the next eight weeks even i do like modeling every day uh, mm -hmm. around this time at night like but even i don't know how kind of modeling is that mm -hmm. like you know I mean, maybe over a year, yeah, but over eight weeks, uh, that big of a number, it's almost impossible. Yeah, and, and, and to uh, to say about the America, the New York cases, the New York cases are 78.45, and it almost seems like it's more than every other state put together. Or very close <laughs> to. The, yeah, it's, it's, we are probably we have to do a hard lockdown, and including even banning uh, overseas flights. I mean... Uh, something that will have to be done in the so future. apparently i think that that is being planned i was i was seeing a news report where they are expecting uh, us citizens or green card holders to come back sooner than possible otherwise be prepared to stay in your country for longer periods of time that's that was the language i saw so it seems like when like the deadline that india took 22nd looks like us is doing might be doing the same thing so um, that's it but i want to focus a little bit on italy and why i mean the mortality 
rate is higher they're saying people are smokers the age group is higher than that you know did did uh, and i'm seeing a lot of reports where you know people said that italians did not take this seriously there was a, a guy i think the mayor of florence or something who decided that february 3rd was like hug a chinese day that uh, people were questioning why is this virus coming from china so he's like i'm going to uh, you know tell italians to hug chinese people and post pictures with it and stuff and i don't know what is happening and i'm not connecting any event i'm just saying all all that things that would happen but did did italians take the threats too lightly i mean it appears to be i mean only time will tell when the true picture will emerge but yeah they did have direct flights even from wuhan back in february when i mean us india and many other countries banned direct flights mm. so they could be seeding people from uh, wuhan and once it goes out of control yeah. uh, also like you have to the, the density out there in europe is much higher because mm. uh, obviously the higher population age brackets and stuff so once you reach a critical stage where you don't have enough beds hospital beds and icu and ventilators then you have to make like those battlefield triage situations that when you have limited resources who lives and who dies that decisions have to be made and i mean yesterday it's still peaking like italy i mean they did have like four 460 deaths yesterday so that's like almost like a italian is dying every 3 minutes which is kind of uh, <laughs> tragic you know oh my god when you put it that way that is just scary very I mean, scary. iran is like uh, somebody dies every 10 minutes as per one report like you know from a health ministry so this is just like scary number so the thing is in us and india both we don't want to get to a stage where the hospitals are so jam packed i mean some people are saying oh this is only old people why should i a young person worry but even the cdc said out of the first 2600 patients in us hmm. 15 to 20% of young adults between 20 and 50 are still ending up in hospitalized so if you have even the young people out of one out of five or one out of six people being hospitalized you jam up the hospital so whoever comes up at, at the end is going to get short change because there will be no hospital beds left you know mm-hmm. i mean truly like a dystopian movie ending you know so that's why you don't want to get to that stage and i heard like some portion that new york could be running out of beds in one week yeah about ventilators shortage and certainly there was uh, there were stocks about uh, new york like you know not having even some places not having enough masks i mean it's 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 basically uh, you know the the perfect shit storm Well, yeah, that's why I think it comes back to the R R not value. Hmm. The R not value is what makes this virus very deadly. Like you know, and then also combined with asymptomatic transmission, where you could not exhibit symptoms over seven days. And imagine you know, normally how many people you might come into contact with hmm. seven days. So uh, the case fatality is something different, but I guess. This is not a bad case of it. This is a terrible disease, you know. But you know, I have to say, guys, you know, stay home. Don't take undue yeah. risks. Don't be stupid. And talking about stupid, I read this rid- ridiculous report about this singer Kanika Kapoor, who had tested positive for coronavirus and was, uh, uh, you know, performing at a party or something. A, what the hell were those those hundred people doing at a party when it was clearly said, you know, and. I mean what in the world is this singer doing and my question is why the hell is bollywood not saying one thing otherwise they are very vocal this kartik aryan guy is making videos and you know all that stuff and so good okay you guys are sending messages about corona why don't you question one of your own for this absolutely idiotic behavior and make sure yeah, I mean, that this does not happen again 
but the yeah, damage is already done to take self quarantine i mean we also had that case in west bengal where a son of a bureaucrat came in and didn't self quarantine and probably infected lot more people hmm. so i think even though government did take lot of steps i feel that it doesn't got of control because few people are not observing self quarantine kanika kapoor's case i mean she didn't self quarantine she just went for performances which is not right i mean especially when you are talking about hundreds of people yeah maybe after 14 days you might think of it but that's a se- total separate subject but yeah self quarantine has to be taken seriously by each and every person especially if you even have the slightest doubt that you might be coming down with something you know yeah at this point you are not just doing it for yourself you're doing it for a society your own kids your own parents uh, you know people around you don't be idiotic like this i mean i was yeah. just stunned uh, when i saw this but but moving forward what do you think economically the com- the countries will have to step up with stimuluses and so forth so what do you see as the way forward and guys uh, this is not the first i mean this is not the last podcast we're doing on corona we'll have back mohal again we'll talk about maybe we'll do a short weekly update on what is going on with the corona virus or something just a 15 minute podcast on this um this uh, as i said we're recording on the fly so it may be a shorter episode than what you're used to like it'll probably be about 30 40 minute episode rather than the usual one hour but we'll do more of these uh, uh, rather than because this is such a dynamic situation that every 3 4 days There is going to be another one. So, in in conclusion of the Corona topic, what would you like to say about that? Like, um, what do you think is the way forward? What do you think we should be doing? You know, what do you think people should be doing? I mean, places which are badly hit, I mean, need to do a hard lockdown, and people need to follow instructions uh, that the government gives. I know in India we have the lockdown on Sunday, but I don't know if the Prime Minister was. prepping the nation for more harder stricter lockdowns which i think might be required if we have this crazy super spreaders spread, uh, yeah, across india i mean even other uh, like i know in many temples also as i uh, have stopped doing uh, uh, getting devotees so maybe all religious institutions schools colleges everything probably might have to come to a grind uh, a standstill like you know yeah. possible thing you know but first of all guys take it seriously it's coming i mean we are seeing it happen you don't want this to be happening in india like on this level it's this is not you know as they say in us this is not a drill this is not a joke it's real and the sooner we understand it the better it is for us so with that moving on to the political news of the week because we have to talk politics right so <clears throat> um Let's talk about it. Never stops virus. Ha! Which, by the way, I'll also criticize those uh, four to three hundred people who were there with Shivraj Singh Chauhan today. I'm glad Kamal Nath's <laughs> government was gone because Shivraj Singh Chauhan, I think, is a terrific chief. Was a terrific chief minister, and hopefully, if he gets another chance, he'll do great job with Madhya Pradesh. But please, guys, social distancing there too. You know, you don't want to, uh, <laughs> to create issues there. But so Kamal Nath's government is gone. Uh, Jyotiraditya Sindhya uh, moved, went to the BJP. Uh, <clears throat> the Sindhya family has an interesting history, as we all know. Uh, Rajmata Vijayaraja Sindhya was one of the co-founders of the BJP. Madhurao Sindhya was with her in uh, <clears throat> uh, Jansang <clears throat> till about 1977, where after, there are numerous theories of why he joined the Congress, but he did, and he stayed in the Congress till he died uh, very tragically in an air crash in 2001. And his son Jyotiraditya Sindhya was there. Uh, 
kept his claim on the Guna seat um, <clears throat> till last year when he lost that seat to the BJP. Now he's in the BJP. Meanwhile, ex except for them two, every other family, every other Sindhya family member, uh, Yashodra Raji, Sindhya Vasundra Raji, Harsan Dushyan, they were all with the BJP. And um, and Vijayaraja Sindhya, of course, she passed away while she was in the BJP as well. So it was very interesting uh, thing. So it's like almost life completing a full circle for him. But how significant is his addition to the BJP? What do you think? I mean, it's I think more than a significant addition to the BJP. I think it's like a, just another blow for the Congress. Hmm. I mean, they have basically three power centers with Digvijay Singh, Karamalnath, and uh, Yochiraditya Sindhya. So uh, this would be a loss of prestige also for the Congress. I mean, they didn't manage factionalism well in the state party and it no, and it's it is alleged that Kamal Nath may have uh, sort of nudged it the other way in against Sindhya in Guna as well. Uh, no one knows that, but obviously, you know, then there is a very famous story of 1984 where Atal Bihari Vajpayee and Sindhya fought the election uh, against each other in Gwalior, where weirdly enough the mother campaigned against the son, uh, <clears throat> uh, and Vajpayee although lost, I mean, you know, then ultimately uh, the uh, Vijayaraja. India or Yashodra kept Gwalior and then Mother of India moved to Guna. So it's a very interesting thing. I don't think in terms of state politics, it's going to be a huge difference because BJP already has a phenomenal leader in Shivrat Singh Chauhan. But I think where it makes a difference is it also bolsters up the talent in the ministry in the cabinet. So if he is taken as a cabinet minister, I think it would be good. Uh, he would have something interesting to offer. So yeah, and I mean, he's had experience of being a minister. So it will be quite interesting to see what portfolio he gets if he is inducted at all. So far we know he's going to be in the Rajya Sabha and Shivrat Singh Chauhan is the new C probably will be the new CM. But what about Kamal Nath? You know, the, the person who could get everything fixed. I mean, he and the Congress have already been fixed. But he, he joins the club of Himanta Biswas Sharma and I mean, you know, many people who've said that Rahul Gandhi treated them. But again, Congress missiles won and, uh, you know, I saw a couple of journalists who were very loyal to Madhurao Sindhya and uh, then after to Jyoti Raditya Sindhya almost go uh, into, uh, you know, peals of shock about where and I could I could see very personal anxiety and that was the same day Milin Devara's uh, name came out in the Yes Bank 
bank where he was calling rana uncle rana uncle in those transcripts you know um, the the interesting part is there is a group of journalists both favored and nurtured by madhavrao sindhe and murli devra and for both of their sons to go completely against what their you know <laughs> so father's so called you know uh, legacy uh, was quite interesting and to see their reaction i think they were in a little bit of a shock so that that was there um but talking you know going from uh, madhya pradesh to united states going back to it the democratic primary allegedly is still on and bernie sanders is almost all but but finished i mean joe joe biden has completely whooped him so you know how do you view this is this the you know the defeat of the socialist how do you view this I mean, for see, like the the field was so divided. I think we had I don't know I lost count. Probably like we started with two dozen candidates, like around twenty four ish. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like ninety nine percent of the crowd can't even name like six to eight of them. But anyways, um, I think the establishment vote was quite split between uh, Biden and the rest. I guess as the Super Tuesday approached, I think most of them realized they couldn't. Uh, didn't have the money or the resources, and they just coalesced be- behind Biden. I mean, Biden, if you remember, like for practically last summer, maybe before like Bernie and uh, Warren had uh, the lead for a couple of weeks or months, sorry, mm-hmm. months, uh, was the front runner. So I know it's like the tales have been written. Like he came back from the dead, like rising like a phoenix. But like he was the front runner to begin with, and, so, and quite frankly, I don't understand when people say, "Oh, you know, Joe Biden, no one knows." He people do know him. I mean, he was a very popular vice president. He was probably as uh, you know, in terms of popularity, he amongst the left, amongst the Democrat or something, or even amongst the centrist, he was he was more popular than Al Gore, I would think. Yeah, I think what. Sunk Bernie also was like the the deep south and outside the northeast where the pop, the Democrat electorate is like more diverse. You mean where the same people Biden. stay? Huh? You mean where the same people stay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not making any comments there. But what I'm saying is that outside the the few uh, highly concentrated white states. Yeah. Where like you have a much larger diverse electorate like the uh, like the African Americans, I think they have a very positive view of the the eight years under Obama. I mean they. They never saw. They saw him as a no uh, man. And quite frankly, some of Bernie's ideas are nutties, and they are never going to vote for folks like Pramila Jaipal. I mean, the nuts ideas of Pramila Jaipal, Ilhan Omar, and you know those AOCs and all that nonsense. See, one one of the biggest mistake they make is that if if Democrats will have nuts, uh, nutty ideas spoken by people from color or you know who belong to a certain ethnicity and stuff, they believe that because X Y Z is an Indian American or X Y Z is an Afri- African American or Latino American. their ethnicities will vote for them that is probably the most condescending view to have and that is what sinks the american liberals that that narrow vision but you know hold that thought and we we were going to talk about that before we wrap up and uh, the recommendations as well because uh, uh, since everyone's staying at home i guess the non political recommendations are also that significant so that itself i think is a very condescending assumption you know that these uh, uh, people from a certain ethnicity uh, i mean i mean uh, mohan and i were born and raised in india and you know we are we are we've been here for more than 10 years i mean 
I would not. Uh, I mean, thank God. I I I still vote for Modi ji in the election. But I mean, if if I had to vote for someone like a Pramila Jaipal, I would never do that, right? I mean, her ideas are absolutely insane. So, uh, I think also like couple things. I just wanted to finish the thought on like so the as I said, the African Americans had a very favorable value of Biden because they never tried to undermine Obama, which they really liked. Yeah. Plus also Biden's. Uh, sorry, the the support for Bernie comes from all the young crowd. Now the young crowd, in spite of warnings, like they never, sorry, uh, voted in the same volume as the older people. So even though they might outnumber the old people, just because old people made a vote in a higher weightage, so you're always going to have the whoever is getting supported by the old people get beat the guys who no, no, supported also, by the young people. Also, you have to understand that this Bernie might, you know. Say an irreligious thing or something. Uh, uh, in amongst the African American population, there is a lot of religious population. I mean, I cannot tell how many people forget that Martin Luther King was a pastor. You know, the entire movement did start in churches and stuff in the 60s, in the 1960s. And it's not that they are religious. Joe Joe Biden also doesn't undermine that. You know, because he's seen as a centrist he's not seen as you know anti church or stuff like that and i'm not saying by uh, bernie is seen but there are elements within in the you know the california new york belt or something which are seen as quote unquote atheists or you know might not be that seen fav- favorably in the bible belt and uh, elements of the bernie team and and that 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 does seem to affect also now i'm not saying i endorse one or you know b- disagree with us but this is these are just cold hard facts you know and that's why b- biden is on his way to win his nomination and bernie is set to be snubbed again and no this time the system did not gang up against them it's actually bernie failed to convince american voters plain and simple i mean i i just don't know how to say this uh, america is not a left of center or a socialist country in general which will fall i, I they are still skeptical of socialism it seems like so um, i think uh, hmm. the us fight against communism i think many people don't have a positive thoughts about it i mean even when some simple questions like on fidel castro were put to bernie he could have just shot them down and he just creates a perpetuates that negative cycle of uh, uh, bad image uh, associated with socialism and communism for bernie with the older crowd which is going heavily for biden absolutely absolutely and they they of course there's a cold war crowd too they've been through the cold war but any closing thoughts on corona what do you expect in the days to come and stuff and we will have a follow up podcast with mohal as well so mohal last yeah, thoughts i think uh, you put it very well adit that people need to follow social distancing in all the various aspects the hard maybe even more harder lockdowns would have to be required for us because us is probably like i mean i haven't looked at the numbers but 10 to maybe 2 or 3 weeks behind italy where italy was so we definitely don't want to reach the stage and uh, even in india like it's growing quickly so we need everybody to chip in to make yeah. sure that we don't have a large spread and if you, if if you suspect guys you know i know yeah 
yeah i i don't know we we have a limited reach but through us we want to like really say that if you suspect that you have symptoms go to a doctor yeah. go to you know follow the procedure it's not a, a you know stigma that you have this it's just dumb luck that we have it but the earlier you catch it the better it is for you and you don't want to pass it to an older person in your house who finds it difficult for you to you know uh, to counter the same way uh, you can so please please don't take this lightly guys you know uh, uh, in these hard times stay happy you know stay positive but also don't be stupid let's not be stupid guys so before ending mohan any recommendations to you have for our listeners yeah so i guess since uh, everybody is watching netflix and amazon prime nowadays if you uh, recommend pandemic i'll kick you out of the podcast right now no 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 that everybody knows i'll do something fresh of the analysis oh, nice. uh-huh. i recommend uh, a series on hotstar huh. called special ops uh, it's based about indian special operations now i don't know adit you must have heard about movie ayari right yeah like, by neeraj pandey yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a web series by him. It just carries the story of special operations. Uh, I mean, it might be a tangent to the story or like a continuation of it. But yeah, guys, if you haven't watched Special Ops, please watch Ayari. I mean, the Ayari was also based off a true story during the 2000. Uh, I would say like the 12, 13 years where mm-hmm. there was a special division which was disbanded due to political interference and uh, even like top military brass interference. So. Uh, anyways, coming back to Special Ops, uh, it's a brilliant series. It's been getting awesome reviews. So this is, uh, I would say, a must-watch for the defense military of Afghani channels. No. Oh, fantastic, fantastic uh, recommendation, Mohal. Uh, <clears throat> my recommendation is twofold. One of if uh, taking Mohal's recommendation of the defense military aficionados, uh, and uh, Mohal's partner on his podcast is a bigger fan of this series than even I am. But it's a series called Homeland. It's on Showtime in America. It's a brilliant brilliant show this this series is set in afghanistan and pakistan uh, about the taliban peace nimrat kaur uh, plays who played a pakistani isi officer in season 4 comes back in this season uh, i'm not giving any spoilers that was there in the trailer but fantastic writing geopolitical yes i do have some disagreements here and there but probably as a series it's a brilliant brilliant show so uh, there you have it and if you want to watch something uh, you know light and funny or something netflix has stand up special you guys can watch but you know keep yourself entertained um stay at home enjoy spend some time with families and a friend i'm not going to say friends and make it a whole party or something around stay stay quarantined and you know we'll be we'll come and try and do as many episodes of mind podcast as possible but thank you for joining us mohal i know it's a very difficult time you know for recording but we'll we'll have you we'll we must do some few updates on corona so our listeners are sure you know uh well tuned to that too but thank you guys for joining we'll be back soon hopefully in less than a week till then keep reading mine keep listening to the podcast and stay healthy thank you